2: now
4: So as many of you have already likely heard, Alex Jones, the host, owner, content creator, main guy Big Cheese for infowars.com, recently went through another trial related to comments that he made related to the Sandy Hook massacre, and the summation of the second trial which took place in the state of Connecticut was that Alex Jones was ordered to pay 965 million. And now if you combine that with the judgment against him in the Texas trial, he's at around a billion dollars in judgments against him now texas has interesting laws that might prevent his punitive damages from going through to fruition but connecticut has no such laws and alex jones currently has a third trial pending based on this same issue with another group of parents and honestly i think the judgment is patently absurd and ridiculous however what i'm gonna do in this video is actually go over the evidence related to what alex jones said during this whole kerfuffle I'm going to talk about where Alex Jones definitely went too far, and I'm going to give you the actual clips so you can analyze them yourself, so you can get them in its full context, because obviously I'm a big First Amendment guy. And I have a huge soft spot in my heart for Alex Jones, because if you don't know, I've been taking super male vitality all day every day no i'm just kidding it's because i actually used to listen to alex jones not just because he's hilarious not just because he's so damn memeable but because when i first started out doing college i would actually listen to youtube politics in the background while i would do my work and since there was only five games in town and alex jones was one of them i listened to a lot of alex jones and part of the reason why i got interested in politics is because of alex jones so part of the reason why this channel exists even though we're completely different, can be attributed to him doing it first on YouTube or one of the first people doing it on YouTube. So I'm always going to have some soft considerations for him. However, this video is going to be unbelievably fair. This video is actually going to go into the individual statements that are being presented by Alex Jones detractors. And you might be surprised to find out that after watching these videos, hearing Alex Jones words, I actually do believe that some of those statements did in fact cross the line And that's what we're going to talk about. But this video is sponsored, so while we're going to get into the fairest breakdown you'll ever see on the internet related to this issue, before we do that, we have to get into this ad read. So we'll do that and then come back on the other side. Have you ever heard of the term liquid gold? Well, if not, congratulations, because I'm about to explain it to you. Because there are two key ingredients on the anti-aging market, and they are being mixed together over at liquidgoldajw.com to help you fight the visible signs of wrinkles and of course i'm talking about collagen and turmeric this blend will help rejuvenate your skin from inside and out and it does it with five different types of collagen combined with turmeric to give you that youthful glow and improve your skin elasticity and like i said before if you go over to liquidgoldajw.com you can not only get this product but you have a 60 day trial and it's 51 off go to the link in the pin comment or the top of the description box liquidgoldajw.com to try yours now. So first things first, all my cards need to be on the table. I'm going to come to the conclusion that this near $1 billion judgment against Alex Jones is totally unjustified. The bulk of what Alex Jones said should be 100% protected by the First Amendment. And considering that the Sandy Hook parents, to my knowledge, have not gotten anywhere near this amount of money from the school district, from the state of Connecticut for actually the death of the children, I don't think it makes any at all for alex jones to pay nearly a billion dollars for harassment related to the death Alex Jones talking about these kids is not worse than the state of Connecticut not being able to protect these kids. On top of that, they have filed frivolous suits before, and those have resulted in settlements that I also think are completely unjustified. Remington, the company that made the rifle that was used by the shooter, actually settled with the parents for $73 million. What did they sue Remington for? Well, it was a loophole because the gun didn't operate improperly in this case that essentially made the argument that they're actually... Advertising was done in such a way that somehow caused Lanza to use it in the way that he did. This makes no sense at all, this is nonsensical, and the idea that they would sue the company for their advertising, when all of the reporting, to my knowledge, is that the mother bought the gun for the son, makes no sense. The son is the perpetrator, wrongful advertising doesn't make any sense in this case, and he's not even the person who would have seen that advertising and then bought the gun. Obviously, there's something going on here, I don't like it, and I'm not in favor of it, but that being said, after watching these mashups of the Jones statements, I think it's really crucial before we get any further into this case to talk about each and every one of the statements that they cut up because they're not that long and where I think Jones and his team went way too far because there are definitely instances of that. And then the other ones that are absolutely nothing at all, not interesting, not even that bad. And that's what we got to do. So without further ado, I'm going to roll into the first clip so you guys can hear it. Uh, And uh, elementary
5: school massacre, 26 dead, 27 dead now, 18 kids in Connecticut. When you got small children, this really gets to you. That's why the globalists use children's deaths to go after our guns, because they know it gets to us. Don't ever think the globalists that have hijacked this country wouldn't stage something like this. They kill little kids all day, every day. And it's not our government. It's the globalists. I really think they're going to try to come after the guns. It's going to start a civil
4: war. So that first clip is from Alex Jones of the shooting, three hours after the shooting and you could have your thoughts about Alex Jones doing this too soon or whatever, anything like that But in reality, if you break down this statement, Alex Jones is not defaming any member of the family or anything like that. He's talking about how the globalists were possibly behind this, and these people definitely would do something like this. And this would be used as a cudgel to go against gun owners in order to take people's guns. The fact that this is often cut together with the other claims that are supposedly defamatory makes no sense at all. This is all opinion. Alex Jones is not directing any... Any harassment at the parents or anything like that in fact he's saying here that there are real victims this definitely happened but he thinks it's some form of government op in order to do a false flag against gun owners in the United States of America so right here This first statement, which, again, was led off by a lefty that was attacking Alex Jones, total nonsense, should have been dismissed out of hand, 100% protected by the First Amendment, and contains no defamation of character of any of the parents at all. Now, a lot of people think that all the Jones statements are like this, but in reality, that's not the case, so we're going to move on to the next one, and again, we're breaking them down individually to see what value they have.
5: I clearly believe from the evidence children are really killed in Sandy Hook and it's a real tragedy. Unfortunately, evidence is beginning to come out. People who've been coached, people who've been given cue cards, people who are behaving like actors.
4: So again, right here, we're half okay, but this is where Alex Jones goes into nefarious territory. And honestly, this is one of the statements that I have the biggest issue with because what Alex Jones is referring to is a clip of one of the parents where he was supposedly laughing and then all of a sudden started tearing up when he faced the cameras and people thought this was an actor thing why was he joking if he's talking about his dead child etc etc but in reality in actuality anybody who's lost a relative can experience a very similar string of emotions. I remember specifically in 2014 when I lost a close relative and I was actually asked to speak at this person's wake. And this relative was very funny, very comedic, so we would often share stories about him that would cheer us up before breaking down into tears. And I remember distinctly when I got up there and I had to speak and I looked out into the crowd, which was my family, remembered where I was and I completely broke down crying. This is a totally normal and human reaction. And this is where Alex Jones 100% crossed the line. He defamed that parent as an actor. He showed that reaction and that led to problems for that parent. So if I were making judgments about what statements you can proceed on and what statements you can't proceed on i would think this would actually be a proceedable statement and if you don't like that That's fine, but again, we have to break these down objectively, and being in that parent's place, not with a child, thankfully, but being in that parent's place of losing someone and having a very similar reaction and seeing other people who have lost family members and have had that same juxtaposition of emotion instantly, I think it's totally uncalled for and definitely a disastrous move for Jones, and Jones deserves all the condemnation in the world for pulling that nonsense off. I dropped Billy off and watched him go around the corner
5: and he never came back all because of the guns. Won't you just turn your guns in for my son?
4: So that one right there is kind of funny, kind of weird, kind of goofy. And honestly, I don't even know why it's included in the compilation. It's probably done in this compilation to make Alex Jones look like a bad guy because he's clearly reiterating in a sarcastic way. One of the parents' stories or one of the parents' stories plus the gun control message attached to it, But right there, this is not a defamatory statement. You can be crass. You can say mean things. You can be mocking of a parent or of people trying to lead you to a political conclusion based on a tragedy. Totally fine. Totally on point. It's not something that maybe is socially acceptable. But in terms of a legal criminal issue, no way. This is not something I would dismiss it immediately. It's a total nothing. This is an Alex Jones didn't do. The other one was a did do. But this is definitely... Definitely a didn't do for alex jones
5: i mean folks we've got video of anderson cooper with clear blue screen out there
4: nothing can account for what happens to his nose i'm not even sure what that statement is i'm not even sure what that statement has to do with anything anderson cooper's nose disappearing and alex jones thinking it's a blue screen is nothing. But you know, whenever you get into these conspiracy theory things, you end up seeing signs and seeing glitches as things that they're not. And that is what this is, apparently. But Alex Jones is not on trial for defaming Anderson Cooper's nose for being maybe CGI, or swallowed up by a blue screen. Alex Jones is on trial for potentially defaming the parents of the Sandy Hook massacre. So while this is funny, and it's very reminiscent of Joe Biden as a hologram, because he put his hand through the microphone, I I don't think this is a defamatory statement and when i say i don't think that i mean this is not a defamatory statement why it's included in this mashup really goes to show you that they don't actually have that many instances of alex jones going off the rails on this issue but let's move forward because again we're taking them one by one and then we're going to make our judgment in the end On, I said, Well, they had to have killed somebody. I mean, this doesn't make sense. That
5: parents come out and start laughing and then turn to the camera and cry. No one died in 2012 in Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. I couldn't believe it at first i knew they had actors
4: there clearly but i thought they killed some real kids and it just shows how bold they are so that right there is the meat of the issue you have everything in one compiled into clips from a year later when alex jones had pretty much fully adopted the conspiracy theories around this tragedy you have him referencing what i talked about earlier with the parent looking towards the camera and then crying i've already explained that alex jones is so off base on that it's not funny if you've ever lost a relative or somebody close to you you know this juxtaposition of emotion definitely happens especially when you're reminiscing about a good memory and then you realize that that person is gone this is definitely how it goes down but he says all the things right there actors nobody died etc all in one succinct clip and this right here is where Alex Jones is in super dodgy territory and where he is defaming the parents if you're saying that their kids didn't die didn't exist that they're actors that is definitely of character and I know he caveats it a tiny bit by saying in his view, but this is where you run into giant problems because conspiracy theories are all fun when you're blaming the globalists, when you're blaming the government, when you're blaming somebody not specific, but when you're blaming actual victims, parents that have names, addresses, etc. that people can target, then that creates problems. And in this instance, if this trial was about this, I would think that Alex Jones crossed the line in terms of defamation. Now, does that mean Alex Jones should pay the parents a billion dollars? No, but Alex Jones is defaming the parents right there he's saying untrue things about them and that is a big problem and it took him a year to get to that conclusion and it's possibly due to the fact and this is a phenomenon that I've noticed listening to Alex Jones of Alex biting on a conspiracy theory after his audience pressures him into it because what Alex Jones ends up doing is sometimes he'll reject a bunch of conspiracy theories like the birther one and then his audience will start calling him a psyop or in on it and then Alex Jones will have people on and then he'll make statements like this and unfortunately, whenever you're talking about a victim family member that's not going to fly. That's unacceptable. This is Alex Jones 100% crossing the line and I'm not on board with it and if you defend it you're wrong. Now to be clear, even though that's the most obvious clear cut Alex Jones being dead wrong about Sandy Hook, him defaming the parents potentially and if I were a judge I would let this proceed to a jury trial, Alex Jones could always go with the defense that he's not doing this with malice, which you need malice and then the family members would have to show damages in order to get compensation. Alex Jones's defense that he actually believed this, Alex Jones's defense that he's actually an idiot would work for him in this case, or the performance artist, or whatever he puts forward. And by the way, the performance artist is not just the Alex Jones defense. That's what Rachel Maddow did when she accused a news agency of being a literal puppet of the Russian government, and she was able to beat the claim. So even though this is clearly the worst part of it, or one of the worst parts of what Alex Jones said, he does have a defense, and if he didn't have the worst legal team ever, you would think he would be able to overcome it. But it actually does get worse, even though the next clip that I'm going to show you is not going to be a clip of Alex Jones, but it will be a clip from InfoWars.
3: Well, I've got an article here from a guy I think was our last caller. He's been getting all kinds of grief from Mr. Posner. Social media shut down due to Sandy Hook false copyrights. What's interesting is they list the address for the Honor Network in uh, Boca Raton, Florida, 908 North Dixie Highway. There is no suite, but it's got two different buildings listed.
4: That address we'll, well, we'll, we'll just
5: start, start investigating that. And I guess I'm gonna have to probably go on up to Newtown. New I'm gonna have to well, probably go investigate
4: Florida as well. So right there you have, I believe that's Rob Dew over at Infowars, doxing a parent of one of the victims at Sandy Hook. And I know I said Alex Jones wasn't in this clip. I actually meant he wasn't the one who said the dox a thing. But making things worse, Alex Jones is right there. And Alex jones does not cut him off he does not censor this from the broadcast he lets this fly even though it's wildly inappropriate you're putting out the personal address of one of the Sandy Hook parents, and by the way, this did lead to an unhinged fan of Alex Jones harassing this father, the Posner family. So this was a case of them saying something on air that was wildly inappropriate in order to go after a member of the family, and whether or not he was doing inappropriate copyright claims or not, that remains to be seen. That's something that you can adjudicate completely separately. Obviously, I'm not about copyright trolling, but the thing is, Is the issue at hand, which is him putting out the address and that being taken by a listener, which if you put out somebody's address, you can expect this to happen as a call to action. That did lead to harassment. Now, this isn't defamation, by the way. I actually think this could be a part of a harassment claim, which would be legitimate and able to go forward in a court of law. So that was one of the worst ones.
2: No
1: Flare com.
4: ones by far of the clips that we've seen but in its totality what you can see is you have a solid case of Alex Jones in two or three clips being completely wrong about Sandy Hook that is defensible in a court of law by Alex Jones saying he actually believed it or he's an idiot or similar, And then you have an instance of them putting out an address of the parent that led to that parent having to move over and over again, and ongoing harassment against that parent. Now I'm going to link the news report that compiled all of this into one thing for you guys out there. They play some of the calls that this woman ended up making to the Posner family. But due to the fact that there's such foul language in it, and it's super nasty, and it covers a bunch of different topics, I'm not going to be able to play it in full for you guys without the this video getting restricted but needless to say among the conspiracy theories she put forward was that the kid didn't exist then the kid was being hidden in the attic then the kid was being abused by the father in the attic on a daily basis and it was a special kind of abuse that wasn't physical abuse it was the other kind of abuse and for you to get those harassing messages over and over and over again for a child that died at elementary school years ago is just horrific and alex jones your network was a hundred percent responsible for putting out that guy's address whether it was in an article or not you broadcast it on air to the public and that's just horrible. Everybody who's against doxing and all the consequences associated with it should recognize that that was a terrible move and it didn't appear like Rob Doe was disciplined for that action on air. So there were no internal consequences and that's what you have a civil legal system for, to bring external consequences when the normal checks aren't working. So in that case, that father... 100% has a legitimate gripe with Alex and a harassment claim that he could level against Alex because they basically put out some targeted harassment bait for people and it was taken up. So those are the clips that I could find on the internet and I do apologize if there are more worse clips out there but if I'm being honest I specifically went out and sought out left-wing sources that were trying to do hit pieces against Alex Jones so frame it as bad as possible to give you the absolute worst of the worst clips. If I left anything out, it was not to minimize or delegitimize anything like that. I want to give you guys the roughest reading of Alex Jones so then you can ask yourself the question, is that worth 1 billion dollars? Is that worth nearly a billion dollars in compensatory damages because I believe in Connecticut they haven't even adjudicated any punitive damages. So they're saying that this billion dollars to 965 million actually represents alex jones what he did in actual tangible damages to the families of sandy hook and punitive damages in the connecticut trial i believe can be assessed on top of that now for me The answer is obviously no. For me, even though the parents overall were called crisis actors in one of those clips, even though the parents overall were alleged to have not even had anybody die during that event, I don't think that this raises to the point where you're going to pay out a billion dollars. Like I said, I can't find any information on a settlement or lawsuit against the school district the state of connecticut for failure to protect and we know for sure it did not get up to a billion dollars to give you an example oj simpson specifically killed nicole brown simpson and ron goldman and i believe the settlement which he hasn't paid a dime on was something about 60 million dollars after the wrongful death lawsuit that was for the death I know it was in the 90s, but inflation is not that bad that 60 million somehow turns into 900 million. It's just not working that way. And Remington's advertisements that amounted to nothing that probably had no impact at all whatsoever on anything related to what happened in Connecticut on that horrible day ended up settling for 73 million. So how you get that Alex Jones is over 10 times more responsible because he spread some conspiracy theories that he might have actually been dumb enough to believe? I don't know. I think the harassment thing is legitimate. I think Alex Jones should have to pay. And if you told me that Alex Jones was going to have to drop $5 million, maybe even $10 million, but $5 million for security for that father and for a new home for that father, a nice home, and he was going to have to pay $5 million on top of that in punitive damages, I would think, you know what? You got a solid case right there. People were showing up and forcing him to move from his home multiple different times, threatening him, all that, and InfoWars had no reason to say his address and point out that there's two buildings, but you'll be able to find it live on air. Now, the next thing I often see brought up, and it's not only brought up by people on the internet.com, but it's also brought up by opposing litigators to Alex Jones, and that is this idea that Jones made an absurd amount of money pushing these conspiracy theories. You know, we we were seeing that basically right after the month of Sandy Hook, his traffic went up darn near 50% from all the coverage he was doing that month of the hoax. So that caused them to double down because they've testified on the record. If we see traffic spikes, we try to emulate that. (laughs) Now, to be clear, I think that these claims are completely and utterly frivolous. I think they're nonsensical, and I'm going to explain to you why. Alex Jones' brand is the conspiracy guy. He pushes conspiracy theories. So anytime a major news event happens, you can expect, and I'm sure that InfoWars can show, that Alex Jones would get a surge in traffic no matter what. Whether he's covering it or not, whenever something happens, they're going to go and see what Jones has to say. Because if you're a passive listener, if you're not into daily stuff from Alex Jones, you might know of him, be aware of him, and want to hear his take because that's what he's known for. So the traffic spike had nothing to do with him pushing any specific conspiracy theory. On top of that... This incident happened on December 14th. This actually ended up being the event that led Alex Jones to get on CNN with Pierce Morgan, which the clip was uploaded to YouTube on January 13th, less than a month later, and that got millions of views. So to say that Alex Jones got a bunch of traffic to his website In the months following this tragedy, one, is not unusual because Alex Jones, of course, anytime there's a major news item, is going to get more traffic. And two, it's largely due to the Pierce Morgan interview, which was crazy. It was a viral sensation. And I remember everybody covering it at the time because it was so off the wall and wild. You can't
5: ban the iron rods. The guns, the iron rods, Pierce, didn't do it. The tyrants did it. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. Fidel Castro took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. And I'm here to tell you, 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street begging for them to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. Do you understand? That's why you're going to fail, and the establishment knows, no matter how much propaganda, the republic will rise again when you attempt to take our guns. My family in the Texas Revolution against Santa Ana, my family was at the core on both sides starting that, because Santa Ana came to take the guns at Gonzales, Texas. Pierce... Don't try what your ancestors did before. Why don't you come to America? I'll take you out shooting. You can become an American and join the republic. You finished? Yes, I am finished.
4: You will not take my rights. So the idea that there's strong evidence that Jones profited immensely off of this particular conspiracy theory is nonsensical. It cannot be proven sufficiently for me to take that into consideration because Alex Jones's brand is conspiracy theory, and this precipitated his appearance that went viral on a major news station. That is actually the driver of his traffic going forward. Because every time Alex is on TV, he yells out Infowars.com the whole nine yards
5: and i want to say this right here you think you're a tough guy head me back with a boxing ring in here and i'll wear red white and blue and you can wear your jolly roger okay you know you- let's try again <laughs> how many gun murders were there oh you're gonna ban your fist in now. in britain last year uh how many uh chimpanzees can dance on the head of a pin mm.
4: already went over those do, statistics. Do you know the on- that claim is absurd it's baseless it makes no sense and i would not even consider it were i sitting on the jury for this trial Although, I don't want to condemn the jury too much because, to be fair, Alex Jones might be the worst client ever to represent in terms of a legal case like this. Now, if I were Alex Jones's lawyer, which, by the way, I do not think he's a good lawyer. You guys remember when he leaked two years' worth of Alex Jones's phone and didn't even try to call that back? when he was notified of that during the trial that was meant to determine how much he was going to pay in the texas case well that guy is apparently still representing him which alex do me a favor spend some money get a better attorney to argue first amendment but more importantly i'm not sure if any attorney could deal with alex jones's nonsense because even though these clips are hilarious they really go to show you that alex jones not the best client.
1: You've called this judge a tyrant, correct? Yes. Okay. And you actually use that word a lot with your audience. You call people tyrants, don't you? Only
0: when they act like it. Okay. Uh, And one way that you've been conveying
4: to your audience that Judge Bellis has been acting like a tyrant is by showing her with lasers coming out of her eyes, right? Do you know
5: you did that? I didn't direct that. first time I saw it was in court. Oh, so you've been watching this? Yeah, I've been watching. Okay. You could have just watched from the stage. or okay. argumentative.
1: Sustained. But you've been broadcasting your show during this trip, you?
5: I have changed some of my show.
1: Let's pull up 477. 477. This is full. This should be in already? It is a full exhibit. And what was it wrong? 477. 477, Your Honor. This is the tyrant you've been telling your audience mm-hmm. about, right?
4: Yep. Now, look, I understand why people feel watching this trial like the case is stacked against Alex Jones, and I understand that, and I agree with that in part. That being said, it is definitely not a good strategy to bring up the judge on your show while the trial is happening and attacking her over and over again. On top of that, the way that this video was shot was so amazing because you have the questions and all that, And then you just have the pan over to the judge with the laser eyes, and it's just comedic gold. And considering Alex Jones is on trial for something serious, maybe comedic gold should not be what he's going for. But it's not only this clip that I laughed out loud to. There's another clip involving private jets that's so unbelievably funny I just don't know how to even explain it, so I'm just going to have to play the clip. And if you're an audio listener, while you are missing out on the Jones mannerisms, if you're listening on podcast or Apple, in reality, it comes through from the voice. It's just so fun. Okay.
1: Is it your sworn testimony that you've never chartered a private jet before this lawsuit, sir?
4: Yes. Never before 2018 had you chartered a private jet. You sure you want to say that? Yes. All right. All right. So, in the financials that you turned
1: over to us, we won't see any expenses prior to 2018 for any private chartered
5: air travel, correct? You, you said a jet. I mean, we, I think we rented Cessna's for aerial aerial news shows at the border. One time, me and my wife and my children were to get Canada. We rented a, a seaplane that flew us for a couple hours up to a place to eat. But other, other than that, I've never know. Not till now, not till this. Okay.
2: So, so, your testimony is that prior to this
4: lawsuit, you actually did fly on charter planes correct
5: no you said a
4: jet <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry i if i was confusing you but with the word jet with well, a
5: hot air balloon count i have also rented those a few times in my life. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: so first of all hilarious bringing up hot air balloons i i just have no words other than that is hilarious but you could see that if you're jones's attorney this guy is not the best client. This is not the person you want to represent. Jones's attorney will make objections, and then Jones will answer the question before the judge rules on the objection. Jones's attorney will make an objection. The judge will rule that the objection is no good, and then Jones will not answer the question. He'll start arguing with the attorney. He'll make weird faces at the jury. He'll bring up struggle sessions in China. This guy... Is just out of control on the stand, and while it is incredibly memeable, and if Alex Jones could figure out a way to monetize his meme energy to its fullest extent, he would be the richest man in the world and thus be able to pay this judgment, but in a court of law, if I'm his attorney, I'm facepalming the whole time, and I'm just begging Alex Jones... Take some medication. Do something so that you're not Alex Jones while you're on trial. Because while these clips are enjoyed by people like me on the Internet, that is not something that a jury is going to look at and think, you know what? This guy's a First Amendment warrior and I'm on his side. It's this guy doing this while you have grieving parents on the other side of the equation. Not a great plan, Alex. Alex. Hilarious though, and thank you for all the laughs. So overall, in conclusion, I think that Mr. Alex Jones definitely went too far in what he was promoting because it's one thing to target the government, the globalists, a shadowy organization as the perpetrator of some kind of an evil, but it's another thing to start questioning the legitimacy of actual victims and victims' family members. And I think that's what got him into a lot of trouble. Alex Jones is a huge 9-11 conspiracy theorist, but Alex Jones doesn't accuse people who died during the attacks of being involved in staging the attacks so obviously you could see why this was such a sticking point why this has become such a problem for him and it's something for you guys out there who like to feed into the conspiracy theories to think about there are real people on the other side of this and when you put out somebody's address and you say that their kid didn't exist or they're an actor or people believe that you are opening yourself up for legal consequences and in that specific instance justified legal consequences now with that being said just because alex jones did do in some of these circumstances that doesn't mean that the billion dollar judgment is justified that doesn't mean that some of the stuff that he said that even i find incredibly objectionable is not protected by the first amendment and it's a bad precedent overall that the families were able to extract so much money from a media a person who's not connected to a giant corporation, even though Alex Jones probably does really well for himself. But it's just kind of absurd. You're essentially opening up the door for any victim's family to end up going full sympathetic at trial and ruining independent outlets. So the overall strain on the First Amendment is not worth it. Whether individual parents have individual harassment claims, that should have been adjudicated separately. But obviously, the judgment or what they assess in damages from Jones is totally out of proportion. And you can just compare that to the settlement that they would have theoretically been able to get from the state of Connecticut, not being anywhere near a billion dollars. I understand and I'm sympathetic with the parents that lost their children there, but this is a critique, not of them, who are filing a lawsuit because they're hurt and they feel like their reputations were tarnished after the worst moment in their lives, but I do think that the legal system has clearly gone out of its way to bend and twist in order to punish somebody who's politically unpalatable, rather than to uphold the law and uphold a consistent, viable standard of defamation that could be enforced across the board. That's just not what happened in this case and we have to be realistic about what is actually being litigated and move beyond Alex Jones to the precedent that's being set. Now look, obviously those are my thoughts related to this case. Weirdly enough, I'm going to be appearing on InfoWars next week to talk about different cases, so definitely catch me on with Harrison Smith either Tuesday or Friday. We're still setting it up but of course i'm gonna open the floor up to you guys and you could let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you like this video you show them by leaving a like you can subscribe for more content you can follow me on all my social media you can support me via the support links in the description box of this video this has been me talking about the near billion dollar settlement against alex jones till next time
2: Order now